Let's talk about some trade targets in fantasy basketball. Kicking off my list is the reigning defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson. Jackson and the Grizzlies have one, been ravaged by injuries, and two, been missing John Morant sorely. They are dead last in the West this year at 3-12, and and I don't see that changing until Morant gets back into the lineup. In fact, it's gotten so bad the Grizzlies were granted multiple hardship exemptions, and they've already used them. They are thin right now, and especially in the front court. They lost Steven Adams for the year, and Brandon Clark still does not have a timetable to return from his Achilles. All of this would make you think that Jackson would be locked into heavy production and usage, but that has not necessarily been the case. While he is playing a career-high 31 minutes per night, and does have a career-high in points and assists with 20 and 1.9 respectively, it has not been the same on the defensive end. After averaging a career-high 3 blocks last year, he's only averaging 1.6 this year, and he's also averaging a career-low half a steal per game. The reason why I think he's a good trade target is the fact that once John Moran does return, teams will not be able to focus on Jackson as much, and things should open up for him. I expect his defensive numbers to definitely improve as the season goes on, and for him to see some positive regression. If Memphis can somehow keep their head above the water until Morant comes back, they could still make a push for the play-in spot. And at this point, Jackson is young enough and talented enough to be a top 40 player, so if you can somehow get him for a low value, I would definitely try to. Next on my list is Cam Johnson. Johnson missed the preseason with a mild hamstring strain, and he was able to suit up for the season opener, but unfortunately he suffered a calf strain in that game and was forced to miss the next several games. But since returning to the starting lineup, he has picked up right where he left off last year. In 25 games with the Nets last year, he had a career high in minutes per game with around 31. He scored 16.6 points per game, had 4.8 rebounds per game, had around 2 assists per game, had 1.4 steals per game, and had a career-high 3.5 free throw attempts per game. And in the 6 games he's played since returning from injury this year, he's averaged 15.5 points per game, 5 rebounds per game, 2 assists per game, and about 1 steal per game, so the numbers are very similar to the way they were last year. The only difference being is that he's shooting at around 43% this year, and last year he shot it closer to 47%, but I think a lot of that is just him getting his legs back underneath him. I think he'll find his stroke sooner rather than later. He's already looked much better over these last few games. And I think if you can get him now while he's undervalued, he could really pay off in the long run. He's locked into the starting lineup, but I think while Ben Simmons, Dennis Smith Jr., and Cam Thomas are out of the lineup, he's definitely going to see a boost in usage. Eventually, I think this team will pretty much run through him, Mikel Bridges, and Cam Thomas. But in the meantime, I think Johnson should see a nice increase in production. Last on my list is Drew Holiday. Holiday's been pretty solid in Boston, but he hasn't quite been the player he has been in the past. While he is averaging a career high in rebounds per game with 7.4 and a career high one block per game, he has seen a dip in other areas. He's averaging a career low 42% from the field and the second fewest points per game with 12.3 since his rookie year. He's also averaging a career low 0.6 steals per game. I will say that the dip in scoring was somewhat anticipated given that the Celtics have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kristaps Porzingis, but I don't think we expected it to be this drastic. Some of it is also probably attributed to the fact that he's still finding his role in Boston, and I think once he settles in and starts to become more efficient with fewer shots, we should see those percentages go back up to where they normally are. Ultimately, the Celtics have the best record in the NBA, so I don't see them tweaking their lineups too much anytime soon, and that should keep Holiday locked into the starting point guard role. He is nursing a bit of an ankle injury, but it doesn't seem too serious. If you can use that to get him for a better value, then I definitely would try. I expect him to still have a top 40 finish this year. He's still only 33. While he is getting a bit older, I don't expect his production to fall off that dramatically. 
Those are some players to target in fantasy basketball. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know which players you think we should target in the comments below.